TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Everybody welcome you to the two guys at a mic show, TalkZone.com. It's a football Friday here on the uh, Fine Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be with you right up until 11 o'clock, breaking down some football action from the weekend. And then uh, probably during the course of the show, we will simply break down. So me and the big dog do. It's the big dog and the coach at your service. You could join us. Make it a three-way if you want. We're going to play, of course, beat the Schmoes, our football prediction game. We do it each and every football Friday here on the show. 888-463-6748 is the phone number. Again, 888-463-6748. Or if you want to use the little catchy moniker phrase, David is, I haven't used this in a long time. 888-GO-FOR-IT. There you go. 888-GO-FOR-IT. You can email us at mike 2 guys at aolcom Miami and Pittsburgh. College football game yesterday. Told the big dog Miami's playing Pittsburgh Yesterday he was uh, en route and joined us for a brief interview, and he got all panicked that he did not make his uh, confidence pool picks. Oh, you're kidding me. Miami and Pitt are playing tonight. I should have put my confidence picks in. Little did he realize it was not the Miami Dolphin taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it was. Ex-Miami Dolphin coach David Wanstead on the sidelines for Pitt, coaching against the Hurricane of Miami, and Miami was all over Pitt. I don't even know the final score. I turned it off with about seven minutes left. But it was a 24-3 big win for Miami. That leads us into a great college football weekend. Some good matchups, not necessarily conference battles, but some good uh, non-conference games. There's a couple conference games of interest, some top 25 teams battling each other. We'll talk about this game. those games. We'll go over uh, Sunday's NFL games and, again, play Beat the Schmoes. Your chance to make some football picks. Bears and Packers, of course, our show. If you're new to the uh, committee here at the Two Guys in a Mic, our show Emanating out of the fine city of Chicago, we tend to be a little uh, Chicago-flavored. Tend to talk a little Chicago Bear football. We'll talk some on the matchup today, um, the, uh, for Monday, rather. The Bears taking on the Packers. But Monday's show, Monday's show, we'll, of course, recap the football action, but we'll really get into a preview of the big Monday night football game. Big Dog not with us yet. Hope we're going to check in. And, again, uh, you can call in and make your beat the schmoes football predictions. we got new listeners jumping on board all the time. Here are the two guys at a mic show. Unfortunately, our research and studies show we have a lot of other people jumping off board. So we hope to keep an even kilter. Hopefully we're, we're tilting to the onboard a little bit more, but sometimes, you know, we waver back and forth. But we hope for every guy that jumps off board, maybe we get a couple, maybe like sort of like the two and a half car garage, you know, maybe we can get one and a half guys on board. It's a slow, gradual process, David. Our producer, David Olson, would tell us it's a slow, painful Gradual process. I hope it's not that painful. But um, for those not familiar, Football Friday, we play Beat the Schmoes. You can pick any three games. Now, other shows, of course, will play a version of or the very essence of Beat the Pros. Here are the two guys in a mic show. We play Beat the Schmoes. And if you are able to out-predict us, we will send you a fine prize from our extremely limited prize vault and put you in the drawing for the end of the season, all of the fine individuals, if anybody. I don't want to sound overconfident now or stick our 
collective chest saw it a little bit, but so far the Schmoes have not been beaten by the emailers. Got a guy named Swampred who tries to beat, beat us each and every week. Tied us a couple times, but hasn't beat us yet. But if you uh, are able to beat the Schmoes, we will put your name in a hat at the end of the year. All of the people that have beaten the Schmoes will pick out one person, and that person will get $100 cash. Dave, did we know it before I uh, threw that out? David Olson, our fine producer here, highly reputable guy, man who reportedly is happily married, reportedly anyways. Do we know, is the 100 hours, uh, has that been confirmed? Is it coming out of corporate, or will that, in fact, be taken out of uh the collective paycheck of the big dog and the coach? Uh, I think if we pawn some of the extra headphones and okay. computer monitors, 100 bucks, no problem. We'll be able to scrape together. Okay. All right. You want to go eBay or Craigslist for that? Or we could just hold like a garage sale outside the studio. I, yeah, I would say garage sales are okay. best bet. It's pretty, not bad. pretty busy out there in the hallway. Okay. So. I got some stuff at home I could bring also. We could have a collective giveaway. How much you think if I were to like sign the uh, microphone here? There's got to be somebody out there. 15, 20 bucks for a coach. For a coach signed, signed autograph. Mi- oh. Yeah, for a coach signed microphone, no. 15, 20 bucks. Throw caution to the Un- wind. Unfortunately, maybe. it'd be 50 if you didn't sign it. So. <laughs> Take it easy. What is it, what is it worth regularly? 50 bucks, huh? Okay, smart ass over on the other side of the line. 888-463-6748. All you do is dial it up, folks. Pick any three games against the Schmo and you, uh, if you beat the Schmoes, you're eligible to win one. Hundred dollars. I got my picks. Not bad so far for the coach who, uh, over the years, I have been uh, up and down and all around, coming off, uh, quite frankly, a couple, a couple, couple of tough years, as we try to pronunciate properly here on the uh, two guys in a mic show. But uh, so far this year, not too bad. Started off with a three and zero week, went one and two, bounced back last week at two and one. I'm going all NFL this week. I will make our picks. Now the big dog better join us because he uh, with uh, quite vivacious bravado. I believe the word was guaranteed. You tune in tomorrow, folks. I will give you the guaranteed winner. I'm assuming he had some inside info on the Green Bay Packers-Chicago Bear game for Monday night. So a lot of listeners have tuned in to check out the guarantee of the big dog, and hopefully hopefully he will be checking in. If not, I'll have to answer some angry emails, I'm sure. Cinemax Cindy will be right in the front of the line. Maybe he got that inside info, and maybe uh, Forrest Gregg or one of his pundits up in Green Bay. Maybe they got to the big dog. He could be, he could be hiding somewhere. He could be, you know, possibly kidnapped, maybe buried alive in a grave. Which, by the way, is on my must-see movie list. Have you seen that out, David? The movie Buried. Everybody's talking about uh, Wall Street. The money never stops, or whatever. It's supposed to be pretty good. A Michael Douglas and a Shia LaBeouf. Big publicity for that, but the one I want to say, I'm surprised David Olson, our media critic, give me a quizzical look over there. I love quizzical looks, by the way. A couple of girls used to give me a quizzical look right away, immediate attraction. Um, but there's a movie out with Ryan Reynolds, an odd choice, but apparently he is very, very good the entire movie from the casket. And he is buried alive yeah, by yeah, yeah, Iranians. Yeah, yeah. He's got like five hours, and he has a cell phone with him. But supposedly uh, very uncomfortable, but riveting and well-acted and well-directed. And that's the move. You know, Wall Street getting all the big pub buried is the one I want to see. Hopefully the big dog uh, is not suffering the same fate, because I don't think his situation would be a movie. Yeah, but you have heard of that one. 
With Ryan Reynolds? All right, there you go. All right, uh, NFL football. Let's take a quick look at some of the games over the weekend. We got college football. We talked about uh, Pittsburgh and Miami leading off the weekend. I was disappointed with uh, that game. I thought for sure that was going to be one of those ones to go right down to the wire. But, boy, if you watched it last night, if you're a football fan, getting a little of your Thursday college football fix, it was Dave Wanstead at his waniest with the hand through the hair, his team getting penalty after penalty after penalty. Undisciplined bunch, and uh, their defense is pretty good. If you watched that Pittsburgh game last night, nothing wrong with the Pitt Panthers. Number 18, the free safety, I want to say last name, Holly. Might be wrong on that. Pretty sure he's number 18. That guy's an NFL player. Defense, the front line, awfully good. Nothing wrong at all with the Pittsburgh defense, but that offense. I mean, I'm doing, a, I'm announcing a high school game tonight, the Wheaton Warrenville South High School offense, led by Riley O'Toole, who's headed to Illinois next year. Better. Better than what Pittsburgh's going on. That was a, a, a embarrassing offensive output, and Coach Wani was having a rough day. And he was interesting, too, because he was coaching uh, against a guy he used to coach, Randy Shannon, back in the day at uh, the University of Miami when Dave Wanstead was working for Jimmy Johnson back then. He actually coached Randy Shannon. So it's kind of cool, but then uh, probably insulting afterwards when the guy you used to coach. And then when Wanstead was a head coach for the Miami Dolphins, he brought Randy Shannon in as an assistant coach. He recommended Randy Shannon for the Miami job. When Randy Shannon got the Miami job, one of the first people Randy Shannon went up to go see was head coach Dave Wanstead on how to run a program, how to organize. They they even said that on the TV broadcast, like he was checking in with Coach Wanstead on how to organize a program. A lot of things Coach Wanstead does good. Organization, from what I've seen on the football field, that would not be the guy you would want to mentor. But anyway, the uh, the student knocked off the teacher. The mentee knocked off the mentor last night, big time. And again, I got to get a final score on that thing, but it was Miami 24, pit three with seven minutes left when I turned that baby up. Other college football for the weekend. Let's hope some games are better than that particular one because it was Miami. Miami, pretty impressive, by the way. Pretty impressive. Their defense, indeed. Ja'Cory Harris, if he can avoid the turnovers, and if they can run the football a little bit, the Miami Hurricane could be, um, and I know they got beaten up by Ohio State, a lot of people. A lot of people are going to get beaten up by Ohio State, but the Miami Hurricane, uh, they're going to be in. They were one of my picks. They're not done yet. They may win a major bowl before it's over. Yes, David? Uh, Miami beat Pitt 31-3. to That Third, was the so, All right, so it got worse. Yeah. It got worse. So Coach Wani probably missed in the last seven minutes, what would you say, about 13 or 14 hands through the hair? <laughs> we Chicago Bears, we know that look. We know that look. And he's matured. There's a little more gray in the hair. And he's still in good shape. Man, the guy's good-looking dude, still in good shape, still got the same stash. The stash looks as good as ever. But the hand through the hair, the confused look, penalties on the uh, on his team, undisciplined play, and the offense out to kilter. Those constants of the Dave Wanset era continue. 31-3. to All right, let's take a look real quick. And, again, our phone number if you want to check in, talk some college football, NFL football, football Friday. Here are the two guys at a mic show. Or call and make your beat the schmoes football picks. Triple eight. Four six three sixty seven forty eight football intensive of the day. We'll sneak in a little baseball talk and maybe uh, jump off the sports page as well. All right, Alabama at Arkansas, heck of a ball game there. Arkansas with Ryan Mallett outside uh, underdog. 
Heisman Trophy candidate throwing the ball for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Everything's been going Alabama's way. I guess the question I would have, and we all know they got the Heisman Trophy winner, Mark Ingram, back. A loaded team. Defense is rebuilt and everything. But could this be a, a trap game? Everything going along just too easy for Alabama. This could be bumping the road. You got a hungry, angry group of Razorbacks. You got those Arkansas fans out there. Not an easy group to play in front. The Arkansas fans, they are uh, hungry for the days of our good friend Dan Hampton. Bring back the glory days of Arkansas Razorback football. This could be this could be your upset special. Things have been coasting along too good for Alabama. I predict if Bama wins it, it's going to take a break, a late turnover, maybe like a 48-yard field goal, and they're going to escape. I think Arkansas is going to bring it to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oregon State and Boise State, great ball games. Saturday night, ESPN's Boise State hosting on the Bluefield, Oregon State, one of the best coaches in the country. Mike Riley always finds a way to move the football, the Beavers. Trying to upset the Cinderella, and I even calling them Cinderella is the wrong word, but the, uh, the upstart, underdog. Can't even use that word. Whatever you want to call Boise State. The uh, soup du jour, the flavor of the month. But Boise State, a lot of people would love to see in the championship game this year. Right now, a lot of those people would not beef in the fine state of Oregon, or at least in the, where is Oregon State? Corvallis? Never been to Oregon. That, by the way, is a state I would love. I've heard Oregon absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. If you want to retire, or if you want to go where uh, uh, the living is easy and free and beautiful and fresh, I've heard nothing but great things about Oregon. The only problem, if we have any listeners in the Oregon area, maybe, I don't know if they're being piped into the Oregon Bureau of Tourism, you know, it's possible. Stranger things have happened. They could be, you know, booking up some cultural events and listening to two guys at a mic, and maybe we'll hear from the Oregon Bureau of Tourism. They might even call in, David, and make their Beat the Schmoes football pick. Stranger things have happened. Not many, but stranger things could have happened. But um, the only problem with Oregon, from what I hear, is you can't make any money there. There's, like, very few jobs, and if you do find a job, you're not going to get paid much. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But nothing but people that have moved to Oregon say it's the most beautiful, serene, quiet, clean, fresh, you name it. They got it. Everything but the ability to make money. Isn't Nike headquartered in Oregon? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. That might be their one source of industry. But Nike alone cannot solve the uh, entire state. David is looking it up on his computer as we speak. Anyhow, Oregon State, Boise State should be a good battle. I'm going to pick Boise State in that game. I'm holding on to the, the Cinderella story. Nike is, in fact, there? It is, yes. Okay. All right. That's, that's on my, you know, I keep my top ten list of retirement places. I got a kid, uh, my youngest now, a freshman in high school. So four years, five years, I can start to, you know, think about heading out a little bit once this radio gig pays off. Okay, Oregon in my top ten. San Diego still is number one. San Diego is still number one, but top ten list every, like once a week, I do like the Jerry Lewis telethon. You know, and the list changes a little bit. Oregon's right in there. Not a bad place to retire. A little cold in the winter. Maybe I'll go Oregon for um, summer home. Not a bad place to retire to. Wonder if they need any help in Oregon Sports Talk Radio. Got to get up on the beavers and the uh, Oregon duck. Huh? Yeah, like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what do you talk about? I mean, oh, we can find things. We can find things. Me, me, I, you know, I'll bring the big dog with me in retirement. 
Me and the wife will be at one large house, and then we'll have the little side house in the back, and we'll house the big dog up there. We'll, you know, we'll go out, we'll take him for walks every morning, bring him in for the sports talk show. We don't need sports for me and the big dog to go. Hate to say it, if there's no work out there, the big dog will fit right in. <laughs> oh, wow! Hey, blue, red, 17, 42, split left, ready, set, blue, 21, 21, set, hut, 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 <coughs> Happens to me every time. All right, real quick, before we take a break, talk some NFL games, finishing out the college football schedule on a uh, national level. West Virginia, not many people talking about this game. West Virginia taking on LSU. That's an interesting matchup. Big East? Again, Southeast Conference, the LSU fans, the crazies, Les Miles, as good a record as he has there. People still don't believe he is the answer, the coach long-term for Louisiana State. He's got to prove it with wins like this against West Virginia. Not many people talking about that one. That could be a fairly interesting game. UCLA-Texas, can Rick Neuheisel pull off the upset? UCLA, disappointment so far. At least a disappointment to people that picked him as one of the surprise teams. Idiots like myself. We'll see if uh, UCLA can pull off the upset. Texas, very, very good. Not the dominant team that they've been in the past. Pretty good game there. UCLA, take it on Texas. Here's the game of the week, folks. Not that everybody's talking about this one. The best game of the weekend will be the University of California, the Bears. Jeff Tedford and company taking on Arizona, fresh off a victory from Iowa. California, brilliantly coached. Anytime Jeff Tedford wants to come to the Chicago Bears and coach, yeah, you know, I like Mike. I don't like Mike Martz, who's running our Chicago Bear offense now. I like his offense. Personality-wise, eh, guy's kind of a pain in the butt. But I do like what he does offensively. But anytime Jeff Tedford, the California coach, and there's another coach I used to say this about, and if the big dog were on the line, he would guess it right off the bat. Used to be a friend of our radio program. Used to be the fine head coach of the Purdue Boilermaker, Joe Tilla. Joe Tiller. Ran a brilliant offense at Purdue. I always said, anytime Joe Tiller wants to make the step up and take the job with the Chicago Bears, I used to watch that Purdue offense back in the day when they were rolling. And I think before that, Joe Tiller coached at Wyoming. And it was creative. It was explosive. They spread the field, trick plays, down the field. play, And then I'd watch our Chicago Bears. Theoretically, at a higher level, the NFL. Running like just the most basic stuff. And I said, you know, anytime we could get Joe Tiller to come in here, we'd have a real chance. Say the same thing about Jeff Tedford in California. Folks, I know uh, unless you're out west, you're not paying a lot of attention to that game. It's on, I think, Fox College Sports Channel FCS. i got to find out what that is. I don't even know if we get it. That, in my prediction, will be the best game of the weekend. California taking on Arizona. Arizona, six-point favorite. That game might go down right down to the final possession. Arizona, pretty good defense. California, great offense. All right, we're going to take a quick break, talking some college football. When we come back, we'll go over the NFL football. Hopefully the big dog is going to join us. We'll play Beat the Schmoes. Now, David Olson, you are, uh, after two weeks of successful Schmodem, you're shooting for three. You're pressing your luck in it. All right, we'll take a quick break. TalkZone.com, two guys in a mic. Dial it up. You want to make your picks? Talk some football. 888-463-6748. Don't go anywhere.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Hey, we do welcome you back. Two guys at a MikeTalkZone.com playing Beat the Schmoes, our football prediction game on a football Friday here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend playing sports and or otherwise. Took a couple of quality bites out of the apple. Those people that uh, tune into the show and, God forbid, actually watch the webcast. I keep forgetting that I'm eating kind of like a gnawed up apple on uh, the webcast. I apologize if it's not a good look, but. No, they, they don't see you during the breaks. Oh, is that right? That's right. So yeah. I can pick my nose and do you, other you things can do during whatever the, you want. I thought we were on, I was on best behavior during the breaks. No, 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 no. So picking and scratching is okay yeah, during I mean, the break. I, I, I kind of took the whole eating the apple thing uh, under consideration. I'm like, yeah, you know, we just do a full screen wipe and we get oh. put, put up the show graphic. Well, that's no good. So I can eat the apple now, so people know what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. Thank you. But and David, you can attest to this because you're. A, Healthy eating guy. There, uh, the app, the good apple, is hard to find. You know what I mean? And you can tell right away when you bite into it. That good, crisp, fresh. So many of them are like soggy or the dark spots you can see. But as I something shoots out of my mouth right there, I'm sure that's a beautiful. But it's hard to find the great apple today. I've got that nice, cool, crisp, cut off in your mouth apple. It's delicious. Well, yeah, it's because it's because it's the time of year for the apples. Because yeah. so, well, no, 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 because no, you get you get it from the local orchards and everything like that, from uh, you know Michigan and places like that. When you get them year round, they're coming for uh, more often than not. They're coming from outside of the country. Okay, you do realize that? Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm okay with that. Because I, I mean, apples are a seasonal fruit, so mm-hmm. if it's a different time of the year, they're you know they ripen in the fall, so they got to come. From like fall-like conditions. Well, I go apple a day pretty much uh, year-round, so I am eating some apples uh, imported here. Well, you'll from... notice that the apples you get in September, October are going to be better than any time of the yeah, year. Yeah, okay, maybe on the average, but I, I have found that uh, it's a pick and choose. It's a crapshoot. We talk apples here on a football Friday, and you know you can go to the grocery store and do all the squeezing you want. I'm a little conscious of doing that because as I'm feeling around the apples, I'm realizing that other people might be looking and say, "I want to buy some of these apples," and here's this. Guy messing around with him. So I don't want to be that guy. Okay. But, uh, so, you know, you check it out a little bit. But the bottom line is you don't know until you bite into that apple when you got it. When you got the good one. And it's more seldom, more often than not, you don't have that really, really good one. But you know it right away. Thank you very much. For more information on Apple Talk, you can email us here at uh, mike 2 guys at AOL.com. Tune in for Monday's show, uh, David, where I break down the banana. Because I am an expert. I have some issues with bananas, too. But I'm a regular banana and apple guy every day. Okay, And then I might go the pear next. But bananas and apples, if you want expertise in those two areas, you're talking to the right guy. That's Monday's show. If you want a good chuckle. I uh, hate chuckles. <laughs> either go to Google or go to YouTube and uh, punch in banana Kirk Cameron. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to ask. Uh. Can this be recommended for the young kids out there? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. All right, I'm writing that down because I enjoy it. YouTube bananas, Kirk Cameron. Correct. Okay. Kirk Cameron from the old TV show, what was it? Growing Pains. Growing Pains. And okay. he's uh, he's a Christian fundamentalist now. I did read that. I well, he was read. back then, too, apparently. Uh-huh. 
Really? But he just he, he just wasn't very. Even as a 15 year old kid, he was a Christian fundamentalist. Yes, it's outstanding. Yes, and made like ridiculous demands. And, yeah. You know, oh, well, you can't do this on the show, and you can't do mm-hmm. this on the show, and that's right. that's why his career pretty much evaporated after that. However, okay. you know, he in his little in his in the Christian communities. Wildly successful because he does like Christian media and everything mm-hmm. like that. But. All right. Well, I went through uh, some tumultuous times during my teenage years, and as a uh, theoretically, anyways, Jewish individual growing up in the tough, tough teenage areas of the North Shore of Chicago, I was able to fight my way out. Dave, I did go through a period where I uh, tried Christian fundamentalism. Didn't work out all that well, but it was one of the teenage things. You know, you got to experiment in your teenage years. Don't knock Christian Christian fundamentalism until you've tried it. Especially if you checked out Kirk Cameron and Bananas on YouTube. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay, I will check that out for sure. Got it in mind. I don't remember anything unless I mark it down. So if you see me shaking the head sometimes, yeah, yeah. If I don't write it down, not gonna get done. It's the only way I can can operate. I got it written down. It will be done, my friend. On Monday's show, we'll be talking Bear Packer football. And we'll be talking bananas and possibly Kirk Cameron and Christian fundamentalism. All right, let's talk some NFL football, folks. If you're just tuning in, what's a football talk here? You want to comment on any of the NFL games over the weekend? Maybe you're listening from a particular city. You want some insight on your particular team. I don't know how much insight I can give you, but we'll talk about it. We'll give you some hunches and some uh, thoughts and some microcosms and some brilliant game analysis. Well, yeah. Not necessarily the latter, but we'll do the best we can. A little football talk here, the two guys in a mic show. All right, we're going to go beat the schmoes. I'm going to pick my three football games right off the bat. David, you don't mind if I go first today? Have at it, he says. Now that I've told him I was a Christian fundamentalist for a brief period of time, suddenly I've gained some respect in our producer's eyes. All right, uh, Cleveland Browns taking on the Baltimore Ravens. That is my first game. See, again, I won't remember unless I mark it down. Uh, Ravens. Everybody picking the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with the uncontrarian theory here. Too many people saying it's going to be easy win by the Ravens. The other aspect is ten and a half points. I know it's at Baltimore. And I know they're taking on the Cleveland Browns. And fans that are listening, yes, I know it's not Jake DeLome at quarterback. It's the kid out of Iowa State, Seneca Wallace. Still hanging around the NFL. Good for you, Seneca. A lot of people said, uh, you know, brilliant college quarterback. Would not translate to uh, very good in the NFL. He has not been a star, but this is probably his sixth or seventh year in the NFL. He's making some big bucks. He's made some quality starts as a backup, and Seneca Wallace gets the call. I'm betting on Seneca, and I'm betting on the Cleveland Browns, and what I'm really betting on is 10.5 points. The Baltimore Raven offense, not too good, folks. Now, Joe Flacco might bounce out of it this weekend and prove me wrong and make me the schmo that I probably am, but the way the Baltimore Raven offense has looked 10.5 points even at home. Even against the Browns without their starting quarterback. That's too many points to give away. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns and ten and a half. Make sure you mark down the half. I might need that. All right. Game two. Game two. Play a beat the schmoes. You want to check in. Triple eight. Four six three. Sixty seven forty eight. Make your picks or just comment on any of the NFL games. That's what we're doing in this particular segment. The Redskins taking on the Ram. St. Louis Rams, uh, underdog at home by three and a half points. I am going to take the Redskins on the road. I worry about that half point, but I think Washington, pretty good team this year. And Donovan McNabb or otherwise, I think the Redskins are going to be improved. Three and a half points, um, I thought it might be like five or six. So I'm going to take the Redskins 
at St. Louis, give up the three and a half. That's game number two for the coach. And finally, San Diego at Seattle. A little bit of a dangerous pick here because you don't know yet what you're going to get out of Petey Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks. But I think the San Diego Chargers are going to, uh, we all know they had laid an egg in game one, came back very strong in game two. Which team's going to show up? I think it's going to be the team in game two, San Diego. Putting a licking on the Seattle Seahawks. Game is at Seattle, and I'm taking the Chargers, giving up five and a half. So, David, I'm going against what many people will tell you to do. I'm taking a couple of uh, teams on the road that are favored, that are giving up points. A lot of betters will say that is dangerous, but, you know, this is called beat the schmoes. So I get to be the schmo. All right, there's my three game. David Olson, you got uh, – oh, you're going to wait a little bit? Still working on it. All right, still working on it. I told David you don't want to over-prepare for this. Don't think too much. Apparently, he took that to heart as he's coming up with our picks as we speak. Other games in the NFL docket, and, of course, here in Chicago, the uh, hype hath begun. Actually, it hath begun about an hour after their victory, after the Dallas Cowboys last week. Bears-Packers on Monday night. If you want to pick that game, part of Beat the Schmoes, you can do that. Big game, 2-0, 2-0. Green Bay and the Bears, arch-rivals, great historical tradition, NFL football for us, Greg, Mike Ditka, Jerry Kramer, Paul Hoarding, the whole great tradition. Dick Butkus, Gale Sayers, you can go back and back and back. It is a great, great rivalry. No, we're not going to do a daily quandary today of the great rivalries in sports. But if we did, Bear Packers, I don't think anybody would argue, in the top ten in all sports. So that should be a heck of a game. And the rivalry, we all know, has not been as fervent in the last uh, decade. But still, should be a pretty good game Monday night. So we'll talk about that one a little bit. Today and certainly on Monday show, if we can squeeze it in over our Kirk Cameron and Banana Talk, we'll make sure we uh, do that. Steelers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are the surprise. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure I could name five. I'm not sure I could name three players. I'm the, I don't even know the coaches for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know it's not John McKay. And I know it's not John Gruden. Who followed Johnny Gruden? So Tampa Bay, the uh, surprise team. In the NFL right now at 2-0, and but everybody, including the experts that we watch on the ESPN, the sports channels, et cetera, et cetera, way too carried away, which is two games into the season. Too many conclusions being brought to us. And I, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be for real. I think by the end of the season, they're going to be 6-10. and 10. Hope, Before you tell me, do I have a chance of getting him? Is he a name that I might recognize? No. I know Tony Sperato from Dallas is the Miami coach. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, who is it? Raheem Morris. God bless you. Who's the coach of Tampa Bay? Raheem Morris? That's, that was news to me, too. I'm like, what? Raheem Morris. Raheem Sounds Morris. like uh, he might he might celebrate Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah with us. Raheem Morris. Interesting. Well, whoever Raheem Morris is, he's doing a heck of a job. 2-0. Can he knock off the Pittsburgh Steelers? We will see. Good ball game next up. Tennessee Titans taking on the New York Giants. you got to love that one, folks. Jeff Fisher and company taking on the New York Giants. Two teams that uh, did not play well in Game 2. I always like these matchups of teams that are pretty strong. Both of them coming off disappointing performances the week before. To me, that is recipe for quality football. Again, you mix in one part. It's a pretty simple recipe, really. You mix in one part, very good football team. I think both of those are. Or at the very least, good. And the other part of the recipe is you put in loss last week, bad performance last week, and you sprinkle in just a, bit, a little bit of very good coaching, which both those teams have. And you stir those ingredients. Don't add anything else. 
Don't bake it. Don't heat it. Don't mess with it. You put those three ingredients in. You are going to have a good football game more often than not. Tennessee at the Giants. If I had to pick a winner here, it's the Giants. But I think this could be uh, one of the better NFL games. Maybe one of those coming down to the final possession. Eli Manning maybe leading his New York Giant team down for a game-winning field goal. Another pretty good game. Atlanta, the Falcon, taking on the New Orleans Saints. Interesting matchup. Reggie Bush is out. Saints looked uh, very good in Game 1. They looked beatable in Game 2 as they squeezed by San Francisco. Are they the dominant team? Can they go on a roll? Or are the defending champs simply a good team that's going to get knocked off on occasion this year? One of those occasions could be this Sunday, the Atlanta Falcons. They're another team, a little bit inconsistent, but we all know the Atlanta Falcons, when they play their best football, capable Pretty close. Pretty close to beating any team in the NFL. Matt Ryan in his third year at quarterback for the Falcons. Michael the Burner Turner. Bit of a disappointment thus far, but the Falcons have other weapons indeed. And uh, Ronnie White and company. I think this could be an upset special. At New Orleans, Atlanta getting uh, four points. It's not bad. Wouldn't be a major upset, but I think the Saints might get knocked off. This is parody, folks. There is parity right now in the NFL, no question about it. And a lot of people say, you know, when you say parity, that it has a negative term. You know, parity does not mean mediocrity. Parity simply means there's a lot of teams that are even. See, to me, that's good. I mean, it is cool. It is neat. It is sexy when you got that one dominant team. You know, when the Boston Celtics were dominant, when the Green Bay Packers controlled the NFL. You know, when the New York Yankees control Major League Baseball, and there's that one team that everybody wants to shoot for. There is that aspect of it. But, you know, parity does not mean weakness. It does not mean mediocrity. What the NFL right now is one big schmula of parity. And to me, that's a good thing. No dominant team. Very few weak teams. A lot of close games. Anybody can be, sounds cliche, but anybody can beat anybody on a given day. To me, that's a good thing. I know others would disagree. Again, now uh, you want to check in a little football talk here on a football Friday. Two guys at a mic show, 888-463-6748. We, the rumor is that the big dog has been uh, kidnapped or taken away by a Green Bay Packer fan. After guaranteeing, now he didn't guarantee a Bears victory, Right? If I remember the quote correctly from yesterday's show, he was on the train. So people were listening. He might not even made it to the job interview yesterday. He called us, uh, you know, getting off the train, headed to a job interview. Guaranteeing. If you tune in today's show, folks, talking about the big dog, my normal partner, I might be looking for a replacement. Hope I'm wrong. This could have been the final show for the big dog. He might have been uh, taken away, never to be seen again. But he guaranteed a winning pick. To all of our betters and our beat the schmowers out there in the Green Bay Packers Chicago Bear game on Monday night. And I know the big dog well enough. I'm going to be 90% sure he was going to find a way. He had some inside scoop that said the Chicago Bears. I could tell because he's a Bears fan. There was excitement. There was some passion. There was some confidence in his voice. So it is possible. Sad to report that the big dog may have been taken away. Hopefully we'll hear from him again, but. If that was the final appearance of the big dog, well, on, on his uh, headstone, we will make sure to put, you know, a little insignia to beat the schmoes somewhere in there so people can remember. Maybe we'll even list on the back all of his bad beat the schmo football picks. All right. Dallas Cowboys taking on the Houston Texans next up in the docket battle of Texas. I don't know. Dallas, uh, you know, everybody picked them to be pretty strong at the start of the season. Everybody's disappointed again. We preface it by saying you don't want to write too much in 
to the first two games, but Dallas has looked pretty bad today. Bounce back. If I was a better, I would stay away from this game. Too unpredictable. But if I had to make a prediction, I think Dallas is going to uh, fall apart one more game. Maybe they lose this one. And then they bounce back and make a late run for the playoffs. If I had to make a pick, I think that's the way it's going to go. Houston Texans, are they for real? Or are they going to head back to mediocrity, which they have been uh, in recent years? Gary Kubiak, their fine coach, used to be the offensive coordinator. I think the Texans are in it for the long run. Pretty darn good team. They can pass it. They can run it. I'll pick the Texan over the Cowboy. Yes, sir. That is going to be one of my beat beat the Schmoes picks. Good game. Not sure if we're going to get TV coverage here in Chicago, but that is a, uh, that's a good game. All right, when we come back for the next break, David Olson, our producer, I know you, all of you have been anxiously awaiting. After two consecutive 2-1 picks against the point spread, he will try to make it three weeks in a row. Is the third week of the charm? Could he go 3-0? and Or will he bounce back to Schmodem and go 0-3 and live in the world that the big dog and the coach have been living for many, many a year? One more game, uh, David, then we'll take a quick break. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Carolina Panthers. The Bengals, nice performance last week. They got the whole circus going on with Tank Johnson over there, Cedric Benson, Ocho Cinco, Terrell Owens. You got all kinds of stuff going on, but they still got a pretty good quarterback. And, uh, Carson, don't call me Sears Palmer. Quarterback out of USC, Carson Palmer, pretty darn good. Cincinnati and Carolina's a mess right now, too. Although, you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Carolina might be desperate enough. Their coach certainly is. They got Jimmy Clausen. Starting a quarterback, as much as I did not like Notre Dame under Charlie Weiss, and as much as I did not like the golden boy, Jimmy Clausen, coming out of high school with all those accolades, and thoroughly enjoyed seeing him get sacked time after time after time, and enjoyed even more seeing the dismayed, shocked, surprised, hurt, all four of those look of Mr. and Mrs. Clausen up in the stands. Like, how can this happen to our goal? You know, this was not the path. You know, the golden boy, our son Jimmy, the junior high star, the high school star, heading to Notre Dame, starting as a true freshman. And he got absolutely clobbered. The college career was not very good. And I, I think Jimmy and the, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Clausen, based on their look, not so good. Tough on the parents. Tough on the parents. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some more football talk. David Olson will make his beat the schmoes. Football picks. We're hoping to hear from the big dog, and we're hoping even more to hear from you, the listener out there. Talk some football with us. 888-463-6748. The semi-dysfunctional show is known as Two Guys in a Mic, and you're listening to it on the TalkZone.com.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Yeah, we are back on the Two Guys in a Mic show. By the way, we uh, did not mention yesterday our Stanley Cup defending champion, Chicago Blackhawk. We talked about him a couple days ago about um, how they sold out their first practice. Practice? First practice? Sold out? Maybe Allen Iverson will become a hockey announcer. But that was really, really weird. And we talked about even some of the players having a hard time getting into the place because of the traffic jam outside the stadium for their first scrimmage. That's how popular. i got to stop spitting apples out here. It's not a good look. Uh, that's how popular the Blackhawks have become. And, of course, three, four, five years ago, before the new regime took over, the Chicago Blackhawks, this, this was the sound of Chicago Blackhawk hockey. Beep. I mean, literally, on life support, it's an amazing, an amazing transition. And I would, uh, without getting too philosophical or epithelial, dip. I use that word all the time, by the way. I like epithelial. I don't think it's an actual word. But you know what? People, when I when I say it, I think it hits home. I think people know what I'm talking about. Maybe not. I like that, though. I've used that many a time, and I think I think it has some depth to it. It has some sense to it. But philosophically, or from an epithetical sense, you know, to any team out there who is, and this could be applied to a junior, maybe you're coaching your kid's flag football team. And after the first two games, your team looks horrible. You got no chance of winning. Maybe you're coaching a little league team. You had two brutal years in a row. And you got to come back next year when your son is now 12 years old. Maybe you're playing on a high school team. You know, that has been losing. Maybe it's a college team. Maybe it's a pro at whatever level, no matter how bad you are, things can change. Yeah? No matter how bad you're doing, things can change and they can change in a hurry. Chicago Blackhawk copy is a great example of that. They are the soup du jour now. They are the heroes in this city. Everybody's talking about them. Three years ago, people didn't even know about the Blackhawks. Our AHL team, the Chicago Wolves. Or probably, at least in suburban Chicago, more popular than the Blackhawks. It's amazing. But they lost their first game. A couple of our emailers did. Panicking. Too early to worry about the Blackhawks. You think we got problems this year? We lose 4-2 to two to Tampa Bay up in Winnipeg. Relax, folks. Hopefully the people that sent those emails and were kidding. I'm going to assume they were anybody that was not kidding and actually panicking or worrying or questioning after game one of the exhibition season. Please. All right, 888-463-6748. football Friday here on the Two Guys and a Mike Show. You're listening again on the TalkZone.com. We do it each and every day, Monday through Friday, five days a week, one hour in toto, or I'm sorry, five in toto. And, of course, on Fridays we play Football Friday. Beat the Schmoes, our football prediction game. You can dial it in and pick any three games, high school, college, or pro. you got to pick them against the spread. If you beat the Schmoes, we, win you. we send you a valuable prize. You're also entered into our 100-hour cash giveaway at the end of the year. David Olson, our producer, coming off a two, two-in-one season. He's a first-time schmo, folks. Never been a schmo before, and uh, so far, your visit to Schmodem so far has been very successful. Welcome to Schmodem. Thank you. Well, hopefully this week will be just as successful. <laughs> All right, uh, game number one. Uh, Cincinnati is a three-point favorite at Carolina. That's what they all say. I like Cincinnati in that one, uh, particularly because of Jimmy Clausen starting at Carolina. I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a problem putting up points. 
Uh, granted, Cincinnati gives up a lot of points, but I think they're going to be able to outscore an offense being led by an inexperienced NFL quarterback. Yep. And you know the Cincinnati Bengal defensive coordinator, I don't know who he is, but you know that they're going to mix things up. They're exactly. going to purposely fake blitzes and mix up zone man-to-man coverage mm-hmm. and really test. There's no question Jimmy Clausen's arm. No question. I mean, he can hit that mid-range pass. He can throw deep, accurate, strong arm, but they're going to uh, test him from the mental standpoint. So that'll exactly. be exactly. interesting to watch. I think he'll be, in the long run, he'll be good, but you're probably right tomorrow. Game two. Game two. New York Jets go into Miami as a two-point dog. I think the Jets are going to be flying high after last week's victory over the Patriots. I like the Jets in that game. New York Jets on the road over the Miami Dolphin. You are aware they're missing their uh, star free safety. They've been missing it most of preseason, too. Daryl Revis. Yes. Okay. Why do they call it Revis Island, by the way? I don't know. haven't quite figured that out. Is there a TV show, Revis Island? Uh, no. Guy's a hell of a player. I do know that. Didn't like the fact he held out for so long for, uh, you know, $6 million instead of 4.5. But, uh, all right, so we got the Jets over Miami. Right now you've taken a couple of road teams. Yep. All right, you're yep, going the same. Uh, and, uh, here's, here's where I buck the trend. Oh! You take a home team. Uh, Dallas is a two-point dog at the Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the Texans. Okay. Dallas is a mess right now, and Houston is playing very, very well. Yep. So you are a believer uh, in the Houston Texan as well? Uh, so far. Yeah. So far. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think, you know, mm-hmm. they've, they've been that middle-of-the-road team fighting. They've shown moments yep. in the last two, three years, but they seem to sink back to that level. I think this year they take that next step. I, I would agree. I yep. would agree. And I also agree with what you were saying about the Cowboys. I think around midseason they're going to yep. start working things out. Clicking and... in. It might be too late. Now, Mario Williams is a great story, by the way. They're all-pro defensive end for the uh, – <clears throat> Excuse me for the Houston Texans, and uh, you got to give credit to the Houston Texans when they made the draft choice. You remember back then, Vince Young was the uh, piece de resistance. Everybody wanted Vince Young, but the Houston Texans shocked the world, shocked the draft, shocked the teammates in Houston, shocked probably some of the coaching staff, and they took Mario Williams, who everybody knew was very good. But you know, Vince Young was out there. You had to pick Vince Young. They took Mario Williams, and quietly each year. I mean, he started off as good. Quietly, he's gotten a little bit better, a little bit better. This is, what, his fourth or fifth year. He is now one of the primo defensive ends, one of the premier primo. I might even throw out my favorite word. He's epithelial. <laughs> Mario Williams is one hell of a defensive end. It was a great draft choice. All right, so David Olson to review. Cincinnati over Carolina. The Bengals on the road, giving up points. Jets, they're uh, underdogs. So you're getting a couple at Miami. Yep. and then. And then you're taking the uh, home team, the Houston Texans. I predict for David, first time Schmoer, I predict either. You're going to bump up to 3-0 and and you're going to be like living large. We'll carry you out of here on Monday. Or or you are going to hit the bottom of the barrel very quickly. I, I, I'm not feeling like another 2-1. and one. It's going to be one way or the other, David. So enjoy your weekend and we'll see you Monday, maybe. Maybe. All right, do we got the big dog on the line? We got the big dog on the line. Holy communicata. Big dog Joe Redwanski checking in via the phone lines. It's a football Friday. There cannot be a football Friday without the voice of the big dog. How are you, dog? Uh, coach, uh, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I set my alarm oh, wrong. No. I didn't get, I didn't get home until like three o'clock in the morning because Uh-oh. of travel issues and, and repping the, and repping the, that, what's called the football league. But it, you know, and I was like, man, I can't believe my alarm hasn't gone off. Because I'm, and then I go check my phone. It was 10:45. I'm like, oh my okay. goodness. 
Let me review what does Big Dog miss. Let's see. We uh, we talked Kirk Cameron and bananas. We talked apples. We broke down the college football uh, week upcoming, and uh, we also broke down David Wanstead's performance. Some things never changed last night. Uh, we talked in, uh, in my brief teenage years, a switch to Christian fundamentalism. We broke down the NFL football. How hot was the chick? Huh? How hot was the chick? <laughs> I can't. This is, this is the stuff you missed. All available, sure. by the way, Big Dog. All available on archive earlier. And then we, uh, I don't know if you just heard or not, the highlight of the show, David Olson made his Beat the Schmoes football picks. That's briefly what you missed in the first 45 minutes of the there's, show. There's, there's only one reason to switch a religion, and that's a woman. <laughs> okay, Coach. Yeah, uh, it was not. I'll be happy to tell you, a woman. We don't have it was time. A boy? We don't have, <laughs> and it wasn't a priest either, so stop it. We don't have time to get into my brief foray into Christian fundamentalism. Turn in earlier in the show. Right now, Big Dog, I want to find out two things from you. One, why did you get home at 3 o'clock in the morning? Two, why are you not dating girls that actually drive cars? And three, your beat the schmoes football picks. Yeah, I guess uh, I didn't eat. Well, the problem was I was working downtown. and <clears throat> uh, The trains, I worked late, you know what I mean? It takes a long time to get home. And then without it, I have a bike issue too, Coach. I have to fix that today. So that that's what happened. So my fun... My beat the show picks are going to be, uh, can you tell me what the biggest game in college is going to be this week besides Arkansas and well, uh, Alabama? Because I'm going to take Arkansas plus the seven and a half against Alabama. All right. So your first game is RC and I was, I'm with you when we broke down college football. I, my theory, and I'm with you on this. See, if your reasoning is similar to mine, everything has gone way too smooth for Bama so far. And this, this is, they may win this game, but this is bumping the road game. And every single year, Arkansas plays the yes. top team in the country, whoever they are. They give them the scare of their life mm-hmm. for, like, the last 10 years they've done this. Yep. Or they've beaten them. Yep. The game is at Arkansas in front of the crazy Razorback fans who've been tailgating, I think, since late July when the Arkansas Lugnuts minor league baseball team was officially out of the race in the Northern Baseball League. And people don't realize that uh, that on Sunday – you can't buy beer in alcohol. I mean, in Arkansas. What? Any type of alcohol in Arkansas. You're kidding. So people try to get as drunk as they possibly can on Saturday to carry them over to Monday morning. I was not aware of that. Is Arkansas the only state in the country where you cannot buy uh, alcohol on Sunday? I have no idea, Coach. I, I It's got to be one of the few. I know it is in Alaska. You can do anything in Alaska except put your wife in a burka, I think. <laughs> So you can uh, well, they, so they stock up. You don't have to drink on Saturday. You just buy, right? Boy, you can't. You just can't buy alcohol on Saturday. But just in case you you you, you know you can't buy it, mm-hmm. you drink as much as you possibly can on Saturday. So there's going to be some rabid fans. Is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, I heard Jess Foxworthy on the way here. A cut from Jack Foxworthy. You know, uh, you know, you're a redneck when, and I think it said if you take your dog out for a walk and both you and the dog use the tree, you might be a redneck. <laughs> you also could be a city dweller too, Coach. Uh, oh, you've been there before. No, no, I didn't say garage. I said tree. <laughs> I know Big Dog prefers corners of buildings or garages if he can, but that's a whole other story. All right, so you've got the Arkansas over Alabama. Now, you mentioned other big games. Let me throw this out to you. I said in a scintillating, scintillating breakdown of college football, again, via available via our archives at twoguysmike.com. The best game of the, week, of the week, see if you're with me here, and not many people talking about it, California at Arizona. 
Not the most significant, but I think that's going to be a great matchup. Feel free to disagree, Doug. Uh, California is, is garbage. They're going to get blown out by Arizona. I will have to disagree with you. Really? Yes. Do you have another game that I can pick, Coach? The California Bear and Jeff Tedford not good this year? Did you see what Nevada did to California, Coach? Yeah. Nevada football is a long story tradition. Chris Alt in the pistol formation. <laughs> Chris Alt, he is the uh, coach with the most victories at the institution that he attended. That's pretty cool. That is a yep. great, great. No wonder why he's never left, Coach. Maybe that's what, because he actually went to Nevada. Right, he's a Nevada grad. I don't know where he did he play in uh, pro football. I don't believe he did, Coach. Went back to coach, and he has been the coach in uh, Nevada. I think he's got 200 victories, which at a school like Nevada, that's pretty good. I mean, seriously, to get to 200 victories at Illinois, you'd have to be there for 107 (laughs) seasons. Oh, wow. Take it easy. Uh, All right, we'll go on to other games, but don't count my California Golden Barrel. Jeff Tedford still the head coach there? Yes, he is, Coach. All right, that's the guy. By the way, if Mike March retires... Or leaves Jeff Tedford. We talked about this earlier. You remember when Joe Tiller was the coach of the Purdue Boilermaker? You wanted him to be the coach of the offense coordinator for the that's, Bears. That's the guy. Now the guy I want to coach my Chicago Bears is Jeff Tedford. At least run the offense. Anyhow, let us move on. All right, so you're looking for me to throw a game out, and then you're going to well, make the I, pick. I am going to take the Chicago Bears plus the three that's at right. home against the Green Bay Packers. You yesterday on the show, Big Doe, we've been previewing that all show here. You guaranteed. Guaranteed a winner with apparently some inside info. All I know is this is I have some strange feelings. I don't know how the Bears are going to do the rest of the season, but I just have a feeling they're going to be able to run the ball on Monday night. Mm-hmm. They usually lay an egg. Monday night is a Oof. house of horrors for the Bears, Boy. especially against the Packers. You are speaking the truth. But for some reason, I feel really good about the Bears in this particular game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I, I – Aaron Rodgers really doesn't get protected that well. I see, and this might end up being like the glass menagerie. We, we might think that the Bears are a lot better than they really are after this game is going to be oh an issue. God. I, after winning against Dallas and going 2-0, and don't forget the first game they won only because of a uh, questionable call. My goodness, Big Dog, I think you'll agree with me. Our, our Chicago media, the newspapers, like way over the top on the Bears have arrived. Jake Cutler is so good. Now. Take it easy. I agree. Take it. I agree. It was, it was a great game. Worse. Great game against Dallas. It was one game. Take, even if they beat Green Bay, still three games. Take it easy. Slow down. In week in week four, Jay Cutler is going to have to wear seven because they might retire his number after this week. <laughs> All right. So you got the Bears, and they're getting how many points? Three. On the and I normally don't do the Monday night game, but we have to allow the the yes. Bears on Monday night this week. Yes. They have the Bears play on Monday. Where so. is that game at? Soldier Field, Coach, okay. and the Bears are an underdog. I will take the Bears as a go. home dog all Very year long. Very good. All right, game three. You want me to throw a college game at you? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, uh, whatever you think the biggest games are. we got to so. go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you – I'll give you a choice. Stanford-Notre Dame, which I think will be a phenomenal game, or Oregon State-Boise State. I'm going to go Oregon State-Boise State. What is the spread, Coach? Uh, i got the pro spreads here, so hang on. Give me a – while I'm looking for that, tell me uh, how you got home last night. Uh, well, well, last night I had a I had to ride my bike, which the pedal fell off. So I ended up having to walk from about 2400 North Fullerton to uh, 200. Uh, so I had to walk about three miles. Okay, 
and then got on the train. And I missed the train, so luckily I got on the, the last one available, which is 1240. So when I got home in the, at about 2 o'clock from the train, it takes me about an hour to walk <laughs> from the train to my house. Dave, mark it down. Anytime we need to uh, kill a minute, minute and a half, all we do is ask Joel how he got home last night. It's A, entertaining radio, and B, it's a it's a 90-second fill. So yeah, any if you know if there's any like thirty eight year old woman out there lonely <laughs> living in the city, oh there's you know, plenty I'm going to be in the city a lot coming up, especially if you know you don't want somebody there very often. Uh-huh. I don't speak very much. I take all that out here at the hour on talkstone dot com. Do you like long walks in the park and picnic lunches? Long walks <laughs> and short piers. <laughs> there's about I definitely to... like I definitely like a, a picnic lunch. Just you know, especially <laughs> if I'm alone. <laughs> You'll get plenty of emails, I guarantee that, and a couple of them might be from one of your favorite listeners, Earl, from uh, Old Town. Just check me out at Hotmail at Hotmail.com. <laughs> All right, we're almost out of time, man. Boise State is a 17.5-point favorite, and uh, Stanford's a 4.5-point pick. Which one are you going with? I'm going with Oregon State as a 17.5-point underdog on the blue turf. That's a good point. I, I do believe that, that Boise State started out as a 21-point favorite. Yep means that all the money is going on Oregon State and usually the smart money usually you're like oh that's a, that's usually the best way to do it yep. if you're losing points that's usually the best way all right big dog get your rest over this weekend thanks for joining us I know you had a late sleep last night we appreciate your contribute Monday we'll talk some bear packer okay Ah, there it is, the yawn, leaving us as we leave the show. David Olson, our producer, great job all week long. We thank each and every listener out there for tuning into our show. We much, much appreciate it. Have a great weekend for Two Guys at a Mic and TalkZone.com. We're out of here. We'll see you Monday at 10. Don't be late. If you're looking for world-class website hosting 